Hey everybody, T here. Just a friendly reminder, if you want to win this week's sweet, sweet prize, you're going to have to know that secret word. That secret word that will probably be shoehorned into some awkward place into this episode. Just keep your ears out and you'll know it when you hear it. Enjoy the show. Do we have the same background on our phones? I doubt it. Let me see yours. Do you have a Gears of War background on your phone? Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. It's the, it's oh. It's the, no. <laughs> and then when I turn it on, it's a it's a sketch that I made for Dark Days of Dorothy Gale. Because I illustrate. I was going to have one of my friends, one of my former coworkers from Almond Brothers, is an awesome artist. Mm-hmm. And I had asked him once if he would be interested in doing some illustrations for my book. And he's like, yeah, sure. And I said, okay, well, how much do you want? He says, oh, don't worry about it. Just give me credit. We'll be okay. And I said, okay. And we met like a couple times. I think he drew me one thing. <laughs> he sent me like a low-res photo of it. I was like, that's awesome. And then he never gave me any more. <laughs> and so I ended up not using that, even though it was pretty good. And I was like, well... I'm on my I'm, own. I'm just going to do this. <laughs> I'm not very good at drawing, though. So I, to hide my my not very good drawing skills, mm-hmm. I draw very sketchy. Like I, I I have like a lot of crazy lines on purpose. So that way I'm just like, that's just, that's just the style. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Got some good feedback on the on the old Instagram today, though. Did you? Because I, I forgot to put uh, Clockwork Orange in... The final clip show, so I mm-hmm. so I had to put it in just on its own, and somebody commented on it, saying, uh, "Oh, I listened to all the movie episodes. I'm going to listen to this one today." Oh, awesome! And I was like, "Yeah, that's super, that's super cool." And then, like all day long, I was like, "I'm going to give that guy a shout out." And then I forgot, <laughs> I forgot what what is. Uh, it was like it's like no time for movies. I think yes, it is. It is no time for movies, and that's. For the number four, so oh, shout out! I pulled it up, like I just opened up Instagram, <laughs> and he popped up right there. That was the exact same thing that I did. Whoa! It was probably I was trying to look for the comment. Oh, but it was it would be on this post, right? The one with Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, so shout out to him. I don't know if he listens to the awful day episode, so I'm going to shout out to him when we do another movie episode. Too. Wait, was he saying that he listens to movie podcasts or? Our movie podcasts. <laughs> he says, always listen to movie podcast. We'll listen to this one today. So I'm assuming he means he always listens to the two guys, a movie and a podcast show, but doesn't always listen to Off All Day. All right. I suppose we should probably at least introduce the show. Yeah. <clears throat> probably be a good idea. They don't deserve it. <laughs> I think they all deserve it. Welcome back to Off All Day, where two guys ask one question and see where it takes them. My name's Tyler. You can call me T. I don't really care one way or another. As always, I'm Julio. You can call me Malcolm, but uh, Max, my preferred name. Julio. I think yes. you've used Julio once before. Because oh. I always How think about of that song, Julio. 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 Okay. I Just call me Malcolm. name, but... What? I don't think Julio is a name. Uh, I suppose technically anything can be a name. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. If you're wondering how this show works, well, you're in luck because Mac's going to explain it right now in 30 seconds. Go. Uh, Listen. Write. End the timer. Put your pen down. Boom. Wow. That was... uh, That was impressive. I was, like, expecting you to be like, oh, man, why you got to put me on the spot like that? Of course not. But... I've been doing this for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously. uh, We're going to talk about one specific topic. We'll probably drift off into a million others. As long as you keep writing and keeping track of those said topics. Uh, You got to send them to? Off all day at Outlook.com. You got it. You got it. And uh, yeah, you may... Win a prize. You will win a prize. (gasps) (laughs) That's right. 
We're going to ask one question. The question comes from conversationstartersworld.com. They have a random question generator. It's got like 1,700 questions in there, and we're going to set a timer for one hour. You keep track of topics. You send that topics list to offalldayatoutlook.com, and you win a prize. This week's prize is an Off All Day sticker and uh, like five or six index cards with notes from a classic two guys, a movie, and a podcast episode gone baby gone so you can get those notes and then you can go back and listen to that awesome episode and actually read along with us that was an awesome episode. Was. um yeah we're gonna uh, did i mention we were gonna set a timer for an hour yep awesome i think we got all our bases covered then i believe so all right we do have some rules you don't have to have every single topic you just need to have more than anybody else nobody has ever written into this show so really <laughs> so really this is easy peasy. You're going to get yourself a sticker. All you, you you just you could even send in a blank email at this point and uh and get a sticker. So here we go. We're going to pick one question. If we don't like the first question, we're going to pick a second question. But then we if we don't like the second question, <laughs> we have to pick from one of those two. Which way should toilet paper hang over or under? <sighs> Okay, let's do the next one just to see. Okay. If it's better, we'll go with the next one, but I do like that question. Okay. I'm going to take a screenshot real quick, because if this is the question we go with, I, I would like a screenshot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For, like, Instagram posts okay. and whatnot. Okay. Next question. What social media post has really stuck with you? Oh, I like that one, too. You like that one? Uh, which one do you like better? Uh, I feel like I picked the last time, so it's your turn. Okay. I I am more partial to the social media post. Okay. Because I don't really want to talk about toilet paper. But I do have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just touch base real quick. Okay. But we'll go with the second one. Okay. Quick quick answer for the toilet paper. Oh, we should start a timer too. Oh. This can be part of our... Uh, go ahead and Go ahead and start your topics list. Boom. Okay, so it's asking which way it should hang. Yes, over. over or under. What does that even mean? Well, is it? Uh, I can't really describe it. Um, yeah, you got to roll the toilet paper here. I'm gonna set my mic down while I describe this. Okay. So everyone, I'm gonna be a little, a little bit quiet. Yeah. There we go. So here's the toilet paper roll. Okay. The paper either hangs down this way mm -hmm. on the outside, mm -hmm. or you flip it around and it hangs down this way. The other way. On the other side. It's this way. On yeah. the outside. On the outside. Okay. Easy access. I don't really have an opinion. So. <laughs> I am. I was having this conversation with my lovely wife. I use the most toilet paper in the house. Okay. We're constantly buying toilet paper. <laughs> Not to get too in-depth about my bowel movement, but <laughs> it's just easier. Easier to grab. Okay. I just want to leave it there. Okay. As we all know, I'm a custodian at a an elementary school. Which way do you put it in? <clears throat> I don't really care which way I put it in, but there is a small bathroom like off to the side of the kitchen, like the kitchen ladies have their own bathroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if I fill the toilet paper hanging the wrong way in their bathroom, they will put a sticky note on there instructing me, asking me, more like instructing though, <laughs> to hang the paper the other way. And they hang it. They want it hung out. Personally, I don't care though. That's what you. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But okay. Enough of the enough of the toilet talk. We got that out of the way. What social media What was the question? What social media post has really stuck with you? Like um, uh any particular meme, anything uh that's uh affecting or emotional that just has just stuck with you? Uh actually Saw one today uh -huh. that I've been thinking about. Huh? It was just like a little, maybe 10 second clip of Steve Harvey. Okay. Uh, 
He was just explaining about how people, how rich people become rich. They don't stop working necessarily. Yeah. Okay. Like they just keep, you know, right. working, going and going, don't sleep. But yeah, that that was a motivational one. Okay. I mean, memes they come and go. You know, some memes they just they die out. So yeah. I wouldn't say a meme's really stuck with me. Fair enough. It's not a meme. This one has stuck with me for oh, probably it's probably been years. And uh, I have a slight history of. Um, maybe possibly kind of trolling PETA. <laughs> I thought that was going a whole different direction. <laughs> Anyways, uh, look, I'm I'm all I'm all for vegetarians and whatever. Eat what you want to eat. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Let me eat what I want to eat. I'm not complaining about you guys eating vegetables all the time. You shouldn't be complaining about me eating a big old steak every once in a while. There was a post. I think it might. I don't know if it was a promoted post or if somebody had retweeted it, but it was a video. And this was before Twitter was like, they're still not great at hiding sensitive content, mm-hmm. but this was before they were even kind of good at it. Right. And some PETA people had posted a video of just people like factory farms like abusing chickens and pigs and cows and like slaughtering them before I knew what I was looking at, it was too late. (laughs) I had already seen a bunch of horrific, disgusting, disturbing animal abuse. Uh And every once in a while, I still come across those. Not as bad as the first time, but... Like catching a little baby pig getting hammered. Yeah, yeah. And that's always stuck with me. It's never made me want to be a vegetarian right and the day that i saw that post i like commented on it i was like like you guys want you guys want people to take you seriously maybe maybe forcing people to watch disturbing things isn't the way to do it i probably said it in like a a more snarky or mean-spirited way Mm -hmm. and then we had like a little back and forth and they're like well yeah lots of people they see this stuff and then they decide not to eat meat anymore like I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a beef stick out of spite now. <laughs> and I might only eat half of it, so that cow just died in vain. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that one has always stuck with me. I'm I'm a fan of civility, and I feel like there's more civil ways to get, get your point across. Right. You know, than just, I don't know. Because, like, I spend a lot of time on Twitter. There's a lot of angry. There's a lot of anger on Twitter. Right. Like it's where like internet hate goes. Like I maybe maybe before it goes to like Reddit or 4chan or something. Mm-hmm. And or 8chan. I think it's 8chan now. But anyways, uh <laughs> but like there's just like a lot of hatred on on Twitter and like I was I try to to give like balanced out opinions on things. But not that day. but i like to think i've grown since that day because like i said that was like years ago but it was was affecting time it was affecting because it did stick with it still sticks with me to this day so i like more see and i'm more of like i like to see people's progress so like and it can it doesn't have to be anyone famous necessarily it can be some random joe you know uh kind of just Maybe progressing in life, you know. Yeah. So simple as it could be something as simple as losing losing weight. Hmm. You know, just seeing how far you know so how far someone can push themselves and stay motivated and you know make that progress and then continue to do so. Or uh, with a business, you know, yeah. kind of like me. Yeah. I'm trying to start up this whole situation yeah. deal. Yeah. Shout out to Pyramid. Max got pyramid clothes. Oh yes, I do. We'll we'll put a link to uh your Teespring store yes, in the I show will. notes. I will indeed. <laughs> but I mean, it's just it's it's 
it's nice to see that some people can be more than life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, and even people that, uh, like shout out to all the veterans and army Marines, all them, you know, that come back and struggle, but still are able to make it work. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just as much as motivation than anything else. You know, cancer survivors, ill, you know, terminally ill people that be anything. So I think that stuff, that's the kind of stuff that sticks with me as far as posts go on right. social media. I tend to get really annoyed with like, I mean, like, 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 like what you described is, is cool. But like sometimes I'll see what I would consider to be cheesy uh, inspirational posts. Mm-hmm. And and it's like uh, it's too too much cheese, man. Right. Take. And some people do. <laughs> I mean, and like there's there's pages on Instagram. There's one that uh, on my pyramid account that I because I went through and I just like hit follow. Right. Like, just to get. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's one that just like every day is like a motivational, and some of it's just right. I mean. Because then they have like a background picture of like <laughs> Vin Diesel and Fast and the oh, Furious. Yep. <laughs> and those are the kinds of ones that are a bit too much. But when it's like, when it's real life, well, I mean, not because obviously Vin Diesel's real. Right. <laughs> but when it's your everyday person, you know, that isn't necessarily famous or doesn't have to be, yeah. that's more motivating to me than, you know, other stuff. But I listen, well, you know, we we all know I listen to a like a crazy amount of podcasts. Right. Um, I started listening to one a while back. I haven't listened to all of them. Like I, I started at, at the beginning of their show because they're like relatively new. But it's called "Why Is It Like This," mm-hmm. and it's a couple of uh, it's a couple of veterans who have PTSD. They just like they talk about about all the hardships that they've had and what it was like. You know, not necessarily. It's not like like there is some. This is what it was like over there. But it's mostly focused on if you have PTSD, whether it's from combat or some sort of uh, assault or some sort of traumatic experience, right? You know, and it's really focused on helping people. It's it's a really good listen. The first couple episodes are a little bit rough around the edges mm-hmm. because, like, I think they're just talking into their into the mic on their computer, and you can hear you can hear like the like one of the hosts has kids, and you can hear his kids like in the background, like wanting mac and cheese or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's super good. Also, I listen to Conan O'Brien needs a friend a lot, mm-hmm. and because I'm a huge Conan fan, I've been a I've been a, a Conan fan since like the early days, since like the '90s. Mm-hmm. I've always looked up to him as a performer and a, a comedian and and writer. You know, he has this new podcast. Well, it's it's about a year old now. But uh, his latest episode was with Charles Barkley. Okay. And I kind of put it off because I'm just not a ba- I'm not a basketball fan. I was like, eh, do I really care? Right. <laughs> I mean, like I like there's only there's been a few that I've skipped. I've listened to all but just a few of them because there's like guests that I just don't have an interest in. Right. And those are rare, but I, I listened to the Charles Barkley one today and it was actually really good. It was really inspirational. I was like Charles Barkley was like talking about how how he uh you know helps people like he talks a lot about education and how important it is for everybody to be educated mm-hmm. and he like goes to like schools and talks to students and stuff. And he was t- he was talking about how you, at some point you have to be kind of a realist that you know a lot of African American kids they want to be football stars or big athletes and they want to make make millions of dollars and stuff yeah. and he's like you know sometimes you just have to tell them one percent make it into like the NBA right. or the NFL or whatever and yeah you might be good at playing your sport but you're probably not going to make it. Right. <laughs> and but he but he was like that doesn't mean that you can't do great things though. Just because you aren't a professional athlete that doesn't mean that you can't like, you know, grow up to be a doctor or a lawyer or do something truly meaningful with right. your life. 
it was it was really good though. I was I was very I was very surprised at how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was surprisingly inspirational. Right. Have you ever had a social media post go viral? No. 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 I did once, and it was viral for like I don't know if it's I don't know if you'd consider it viral, but it was like lighting up my phone for like a good hour, hour and a half, I think. Mm. And not to get political. It was when I had first discovered Twitter and there was like some hashtag game where people were, of course, dumping on Donald Trump because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And I had posted like a picture. I think I posted a picture of the scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz, uh, like pointing to his like pointing to his mouth. His, like his mouth was wide open and he was like pointing to it or something. And then I found a picture of Donald Trump in a very similar pose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I, I don't remember what the hashtag was, but I posted it, and it went nuts for like an hour. I'm like, it might have been about an hour and a half. And I was just like, it's like, oh, that's what this feels like. Right. <laughs> and then it was over. <laughs> and the next day, nobody remembered it. <laughs> because like you said, memes, they just come and go. Right. And I think with like... I don't know. I feel like stuff now is easy to go viral. Yeah. And because, like, look at, are you familiar with the app TikTok? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, I mean, just these are everyday people, the kids in their rooms, and they're getting, like, millions of, yeah. you know, and they're <laughs> making money off of it. Yeah. And it's just, like, I feel like... Maybe even, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say maybe 10, 15 years ago, if it would be that easy. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm not, I mean, I don't pay attention to the internet as much as I <laughs> probably should. But, like, if I just made a random video and put it on YouTube. Right. <laughs> I don't think it would be where it's at, like, TikTok right. today. When I was in college... I was taking video production courses, mm-hmm. and so, like me and a small collection of friends, we would make, like, we would just make little short movies, and sometimes they were better than others. YouTube, like, even streaming video, was just like just, just like in its infancy. Mm-hmm. Like, for the most part, if you wanted to watch something, you were probably still downloading it. Or if you had, like, a really good connection, maybe you'd be streaming it. But even then, like, the quality wasn't very good. Right. I feel like we were, like, just three years early. <laughs> if we if we had the technology back then when I was in college in, like, 2002 and three and four even, if YouTube was around like it is today, or even, like, if we'd... If we'd gotten in on on the ground floor of YouTube, mm-hmm. I think we could have been internet stars. But, <laughs> but I mean, who knows though? I mean, right. we weren't doing anything particularly clever. Mm-hmm. But in the early days, you didn't actually have to do anything super clever, right? Like uh, my my YouTube channel has some Forza Three clips that I put up, and like one of them had like it got up to like a lot, and then. Like, I didn't know what to do with it. Like, I was like, oh, look, my, my, my video is on the internet. <laughs> and, like, I feel like if I'd, if I'd just been a little bit smarter, maybe I could have done. But then I wouldn't be here doing this podcast right now. Right. And then I'd be sad. Because you wouldn't have me here. It's true. <laughs> All full circle. <laughs> but, no, it, it, uh, social media, man, it's just a, it's a wild thing these days. It is. Like... The simplest things can just <laughs> blow up and make someone, you know, famous. And it can go it can go like one of two ways. It can make you famous in a good way or it can make you fam- like infamous. It can right. make you famous in like the worst way. Right. I watched Don't F with Cats on Netflix. Okay. And it's like 3 episodes long and it's all about uh it's all about this guy who killed some cats 
on and and videotaped it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna go into detail on how he killed him. You, people can go watch it or spoiler or <laughs> or, uh, or do whatever. But uh, he kills these two cats on video, post post them on the internet, and then people start freaking out because he kills these two cats. It balloons into this Facebook group where people are trying to figure out who he is, and they're dissecting every frame of the video, and eventually. They figure out who he is through, like, a variety of crazy ways. Like, mm-hmm. like they figure out that, oh, he has to, he's, this video was shot in, like, North America because this outlet on his wall is a North American outlet. And, oh, there's this item in his bedroom that's only sold online and only sold in North America. And they figure out, eventually figure out who he is and where he is. He might not have been caught. If it wasn't for social media. I, actually, I think he probably would have been caught because he didn't seem to care about uh, surveillance cameras. Mm-hmm. And he seemed kind of sloppy. Like, mostly that he just didn't care about surveillance cameras. Right. And uh, so, like, they see him, like, go in, go into this place, into, like, his apartment complex with someone. And then... They don't see the other guy come out ever. (laughs) So, like, I think they probably would have caught him. But this internet group that was all, that was so outraged by him killing these two cats Mm -hmm. were, like, hot on his tail before the authorities. And the authorities, like, like, just, like, wouldn't really, like, take him seriously. Uh And it was, it was was interesting. I, I would probably... I'd probably call it a five. It's not my favorite true crime docu-series on Netflix. Oh, it's a true crime? Yeah, because oh. it's true. <laughs> I, I thought I, I, I apologize if I didn't make that clear. I thought I, I, thought I called okay. it a, docu- a documentary at the beginning. No. I'm pretty sure I did. We'll have to go back we'll and look. go back. But anyways, I don't know. I take issue with it because the only reason these people were interested in catching him was because he killed cats. Not because they were worried that he was going to turn into a serial killer. Did they work for PETA? I'm sure some of the people in the group <laughs> did. Like they had interviews with a, they had interviews with like, there were two people in the group that were like, that were heavily interviewed, and then like they had like some smaller interviews, and they had an interview with some guy that was like, I think he was he had like a YouTube channel or a reality show or something, mm-hmm. and. He was like, it's like this group of ex-bikers. <laughs> they go around and rescue animals and stop abuse. Former Hells Angels. <laughs> Pretty much. Sponsored by Dodge. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like they talked to this guy for like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that's a, that's a perfect example of how of how like social media can and he and the killer guy was using social media to like you know, he he just wanted the fame, right? But uh, that's kind of like, uh, did you watch the um, the confession killer? I did on Netflix. I did. I feel like that's similar because I mean, he just wanted <laughs> he wanted all the fame for it. And I don't know. I know. I guess I didn't get through the whole thing. Um, I had just watched the first couple episodes, so I don't know if like he killed all those people or not. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? No, please. Okay, I won't tell you. Well, and like I think a couple days before, just randomly, Kim had asked me if uh, what serial killer or what what state do you think had the most um, serial murders? Hmm. Good question. It was Texas. Yeah. Okay, I believe that. And I was like, really? Anyways, what did you think about it though? Texas has a lot of people. So that's true. Yeah. I mean, statistically, there's got to be more killings in places with more people, right? Ideally, yeah. Yeah. So so it would make sense that there'd be more killings in Texas. But I feel like there's a lot more killings in like New York. But serial killings or just random shootings or okay. muggings? Fair enough. Fair All enough. Right. What about California though? Maybe. Because you think 
the Zodiac. <laughs> Did Ted Bundy ever go to California? I think Ted Bundy might have been in California at one point. Can't remember. I don't know. I know he was in Florida. I think Florida was like where like most of his murders took place. I thought it was like Utah. I think he I think he went from like yeah, I think he like traveled from Colorado to Florida and then like Florida I think is where he was massacring sororities and and stuff. The old Bundy. <laughs> oh man. The um, bundle of Bundy. Bundle of Bundy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the confession killer is a good one though. I watched a movie once called The Poughkeepsie Tapes. And it's a found footage movie. Mm-hmm. Your favorite. <laughs> it's actually it's among it's among my top found footage movies. I it used to be you could only watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like they filmed it and before it could get distributed, like the distributor went out of business or something or something weird happened to stop it from getting uh, put on DVDs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cuz this was like I think it was even before Blu-rays were big. But uh so you used to have to go to YouTube to watch it and I think you still can. But now you can actually buy it. It's about a guy who's a serial killer. And, like, police find this, if I remember correctly, the police find this, like, abandoned house. And in the house is this box of videotapes. Mm-hmm. They pop a tape in a machine and they find out that it's, like, a there's a killing on it. So they put another tape in the machine and there's another killing on it. They're trying to figure out who this guy is because he's in, like, different locations. And... And kind of like, uh, kind of like the Henry Lucas thing, where they they think he's he's hard to track because he keeps changing up his mo, right? And and because he's just like really smart. And there's a part in there where they're and it's not like I said it's it's all fictional, but there's a part in there where they're talking to a FBI agent. This is always stuck with me. I don't know if it's true. I don't think there's any way to prove it or disprove it, but the FBI agent tells them there could be anywhere between like 50 serial killers and like a thousand serial killers in the United States at any given time. Because if they're good, you don't know if they exist. Right. <laughs> and if they're, and you only know about the ones that get caught. So, mm-hmm. so really, there could be like, crazy amounts of serial killers and that always like whenever i go to omaha ever since i've seen that movie whenever i go to omaha or anywhere like any bigger city than minden <laughs> and even sometimes in minden i'll be at the store I'll be like there's a lot of people here today <laughs> statistically one of these could be a serial killer right <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes i'm at school and i'll be like cleaning and there's like 400 and some kids in the school and it's like one of these kids <laughs> could grow up to be the next Ted Bundy. Right. Or already are. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, no, that's always just freaked me out, though. I, listen, I mean, it is a scary thought. I listen to so much true crime and watch so much true crime that, like, it's it's made me even more terrified of big cities and, and being in the dark. <laughs> right. I don't know, like the true the true stuff though is like my favorite, but it's just at the end of the day I'm just like looking over my shoulder. <laughs> or I'll have to stop watching it because I'm like, there's someone here. <laughs> Monster has a new season out. They put the first episode on the Zodiac podcast feed, mm-hmm. which is also where you can get the Atlanta Monster episodes. Mm. But they, as far as I can tell, they, I think they put. They're putting all the new season into a separate feed. What's it about? It is about the DC Sniper. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> no, it's not my favorite. Say that so. <laughs> are you do you are you familiar with the DC Sniper? Yeah, about the dude and his kid. Yeah. 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 Um I was in college because it was like around two thousand two. Mm-hmm. And I was in college when that was going on. And I remember I remember it being on the news. So like like I mean, like the Zodiac one is fascinating because it's the Zodiac, and the Atlanta Monster one was fascinating because it was something that was so big, but I had never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And so this one is like a season that they're playing like news clips, and it's like I remember hearing 
I remember some of these news clips. Right. But uh, it's, it's terrifying. It is. As far as true crime goes, I th- the DC Sniper is among probably it's like within my top five most terrifying true crime stories because it's just like they just had no like like they just had no method to their mat like they were just like all right get the gun out we're gonna shoot somebody right and it was just people doing like 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 and they say it i think they even say it a few times in the podcast it's just normal people doing normal things right well it's kind of like uh well I guess the son of Sam had like a specific type. Yeah. But still, I mean, yeah. It's like a randomized victim. Yeah. But he was like still like He was like close enough to people though that I, I f- like I feel like if I saw the son of Sam, like if I was a a, a victim of the son of Sam, I I think and I don't know for sure cuz I know a whole crazy lot about him. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I would. I feel like I'd probably see him and be like, "Oh crap!" And then I'd be dead. Like I'd have like a little bit of notice, right. even if it's just a split second. But like, like one of the victims with the DC sniper was just a dude filling his gas, filling his car with gas. Mm-hmm. He's just filling his car, and all of a sudden, he's shot. And it's like, oh, that is so terrifying. Right. But. uh it's a it's a good listen if you like the if you liked the Zodiac one. I do love me some Zodiac, so <laughs> do you think more unsolved cases would be solved if it was like showed up in the media like back then? I don't know. I don't know. 'Cause like, uh... like do you think the Zodiac if that would happen within this last decade, do you think it would like they would have found out who it was? I think so. Yeah. I don't know as if I'd call it the media, though, as much as just technology in general. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there's be like, there's like cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like, there's like, you're a lady on the side of the road with your baby. Your cell phone's going to ping a tower somewhere. And then, and then people are going to be able to like use that data to help figure out where the killer could have possibly gone after he threw you out of the car right, or whatever. Triangulate. And and I and and DNA, like gosh, in the last and like the even even in like the last year, uh, DNA has made great strides thanks to uh, uh, like Twenty Three and Me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like uh, Jed Match is a big one because it's it's public. Like you have to pay for like a Twenty Three and Me kit. But then you upload your information to this GEDmatch database, mm-hmm. and then it'll just it'll be out there for anyone to see and figure out, like you know, like it's meant to like try to reconnect people with their long lost family members and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like if the Zodiac was around, they would have been collecting all kinds of extra DNA from crime scenes and stuff like that. That he probably that he wouldn't have been able to necessarily, or or maybe wouldn't even have thought to cover up or hide. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like the letters, maybe there was like some some touch DNA on the letters or something. Or right. there's another awesome true crime podcast called Bear Brook, and it's about these kids who find a barrel out in the woods of New Hampshire. What do kids do when they see a barrel out in the woods? <laughs> they want to see what's inside it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like they tip it over and like something gross like kind of oozes out of it and smells bad. So they're like, nope, we've had enough of this. It smells terrible. And so like they go and they just forget all about it. And then somebody else stumbles across it and finds out that there's like, there's like two bodies in there mm-hmm. and they've been like decomposed for a long time. The Bear Brook podcast follows, like they even update every once in a while when there's a new break. But because for a long time, like this happened, oh, I don't know, like oh, I want to say like seventies maybe, and this barrel had just been out there for Lord knows how long, mm-hmm. and they used they used uh, Jed Match to eventually identify the people in this barrel, 
and it's it's like it's a very windy windy uh story mm-hmm. and then and then there was also the the golden state killer was apprehended and caught not too uh, like a year maybe two years oh, ago yeah, yeah yeah through uh through genetics and dna stuff too so like they're solving unsolved ones right now even from cases that dna wasn't being collected from like collected from on purpose mm-hmm. so i think i think I think the Zodiac would have been would have been caught. Although I I think the media frenzy for the Zodiac would have been way bigger. They even mention in in the, the DC Sniper uh, podcast that even when that was happening, it was still kind of early days for twenty four hour news. Right, and 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 they explain like how it's kind of a double edged sword because the news is whipping people into even more of a frenzy of of paranoia and fear and, you know, putting information out there that maybe shouldn't be put out there because you got to hold some information closer to your chest than others. You know? Hey everybody. It's that time yet again. That's right. That time for the secret word. And today's secret word is going to be Thanks. As in, thanks for listening, because we love you, and we thank you very much. So, go ahead, make that topics list. Be sure to put thanks right in there somewhere, and we'll call it good. Enjoy the rest of the show. If you have something that only the killer knows, and you come across someone that claims to be the killer, and they don't know this piece of information, then you'll be like, well... You're not you're not the person. Right. Let's read an article about. Um, I, I, I'd call it social media, like it was like a message board. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a type of there's like a genre of writing called creepy pasta. Oh yeah, I love cre- creepy pasta. Okay, there's one uh, that I read one time. It was uh, it was about a haunted. Nintendo 64 cartridge for uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. This... I've seen it on YouTube. Okay. Or they have like videos. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. And the, uh, the first time I read that one, it like legitimately freaked me out. Because huh. like I didn't realize, like, I, I'm gullible. I admit it. <laughs> right. I read it and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> this is nuts. And then, and then I found out that like, the dude just kind of ate it up because that's what creepy pasta <laughs> is. But uh, like Ben, I do, have you ever heard about Ben Drowned? Yeah, actually, I think so that's like the Minecraft. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Apparently, like you'd go into this. I don't know the story fully. I watched the video, but it was like a while ago. Uh, I'm gonna try and see if I could find a summary, quick summary. Oh well, I mean. Because yeah. the Majora's Mask one, I think the guy's the haunted cartridge was also labeled Ben, ben. if I remember correctly. Right. Oh, it's a Minecraft skin. <laughs> but yeah, Ben drowned or haunted Majora's Mask. It's a well-known creepypasta story revolves around Majora's Mask cartridge that is haunted by <laughs> the ghost of a boy named Ben. Yes, that's a very good story. It's yeah. a it's a fun read. Yeah. <laughs> and even even when you know it's even when you're not gullible. Listening to it though, like on YouTube, because the person that they right. have narrating it is just it's even better. <laughs> it's worse, but it's better. <laughs> like he even hacked it too. Like he hacked the cartridge too, so like he made it do weird things and then mm-hmm. like he posted videos of it online and stuff too to like shoot, like, oh man, look what my cartridge is doing. Because like it was like a genuine hoax for a while, if mm. I if I understand it correctly, that he was just like, how long can I get people to go along with this before they realize? <laughs> ben drowned. And there's ones I like lost at SpongeBob episodes, and yeah, it's a lot of them I like to listen to just because they they are pretty creepy. No pun intended. Oh man, I've been listening to uh, every. Every December, every November-ish December, Audible gives me a free book. Because if you wait a year, you can get your free trial back. 
So you wait every year. So every year, about the same time, I get a free trial <laughs> and I get a free book. Right. I'll hear about books that I'm interested in throughout mm-hmm. the year and I'll, I'll make a list of them. And this year I got um, a, a dramatic reading of uh, American Gods by Neil Gaiman because I'm pretty interested in the show. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's read like the audiobook, like it's not it's not abridged or anything. It doesn't have extra sound effects, mm-hmm. but every character in the book is has a different voice actor. Okay, so it's really really good. And the guy that reads, uh, the guy that play the guy that Ian McShane plays on the show, his name is Wednesday. The guy reading the dramatization sounds like Ian McShane. And part of me is like, I wonder if somebody listened to this and was like, that dude sounds like Ian McShane. <laughs> Ian <Yeah>. McShane recently <laughs> just played a rapist on Law & Order. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Don't all their special guests play uh, play rapists? He plays, I think he plays a lot of rapists, though, actually, now that I think about it. On Law & Order or just in general? Uh, I think just in general. Oh. He was a rapist in season two of um, uh, American Horror Story mm-hmm. as well. He was like a... He's like a gross, rapey Santa Claus. He wasn't a rapist in Game of Thrones. He wasn't? No. Okay. I thought everybody in Game of Thrones was a rapist. Well, yeah. <laughs> he was more of a... He lived on the... He lived, on, he lived off the land. <laughs> and he had this little community. Then some savages came and <laughs> tore down the community and hung him. Oh. Okay. It was pretty it was pretty crazy. Well, thanks for spoiling it. I appreciate You'll that. You'll never watch. <laughs> I will. I will someday. <laughs> I remember when he was on I remember when he was on the show. I, I of course I didn't watch it, but I remember when he was on it, he had given an interview mm-hmm. and he was like upset by fans that get upset by spoilers. And he's like he was like really angry. He was like, it's just tits and dragons, people. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, man. I like Ian McShane. He's, I mean, he's a fun actor. He can do a lot of different things. Can he, though? I mean. Can he, though? Yeah. <laughs> he's almost, like, every time I see him, he's kind of about the same. No, I mean, in Game of Thrones, he wasn't <laughs> raping anybody. Well, I feel like that's a very specific thing, but he's still, like, John, generally the same. John Wick. <laughs> like, every time we bring up Ian McShane, you bring up John Wick. <laughs> and I think every time I probably say, I forget he's in John Wick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because he doesn't play the same <laughs> Ian McShane as usual. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, man. I, I've been watching... Good Girls on Netflix because okay. they just added season two. Mm-hmm. So I rewatched season one and now I'm on to season two again. And I can't watch it without thinking of Pottersville because it stars Christina Hendricks mm-hmm. from Pottersville. Right. And, <laughs> and I'm like, boy, what a long way she's come. <laughs> but just then, flashing herself. <laughs> and then it's like, and then. Like, inevitably, when I think of Pottersville, I just immediately think of Ian McShane <laughs> being a drunk. It's a domino effect. <laughs> oh, I man. guess he does play a drunk and everything. Yeah, he does play. He do, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's usually some sort of a drunk. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's his stipulation. He's like, can I drink on the right. set? <laughs> he's just a drunk in real life. <laughs> they, they pay him in bourbon. <laughs> I'll uh, take the role. <laughs> I should actually check. Maybe it is Ian McShane. I don't think it is Ian McShane on the audiobook, but I love audiobooks. But it does sound very. I think Audible lets me like lend books. I think I'll have to see if I can lend you. I don't have Audible. Just download it. It's a free app. But I use Google Books. Well, okay, so download Audible and listen to American Gods on it. Why would I can just listen to it on Google? Do you have to pay for it on Google? Well, let me see. Because <laughs> sometimes I get free books. Oh. That's how I got my... I wait every time I get a free book to buy my series of unfortunate oh. event books. <laughs> What's it called? American Gods? Yeah. I am a god. 
I am the Thanos of my generation. <sighs> You're a big purple dude with a ball sack for a chin? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't a ball sack. It looked more like the back of a heel. <laughs> I don't really know what it looked like. I just, everybody made fun of it for looking like a ball sack, but not that I've seen a lot of them <laughs> or spent a lot of time looking at them. <laughs> like... That doesn't look like a ball sack. Right. <laughs> it does look weird. I don't fully understand why he needs to have that goofy chin, but... I was looking at all the free stuff I have. <laughs> I have none. <laughs> what do I even... Oh, okay. Books. American Gods. <laughs> I feel like I seen it on there the other day. Jesus. Find it. It's for $9.99. And it's an e-book. Uh, you have to read it. You don't get the Jeez. you don't get the experience of listening to people read it for nineteen nineteen hours. It is a nineteen hour novel. It's the it's like the author's uh, 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 author's preferred text, and it it has a foreword writ uh, read by Neil Gaiman, mm-hmm. saying uh, how he wrote the book and it was really long and. He was talked into like uh, cutting a bunch of stuff out, mm-hmm. and then once he realized, like later on, he decided, "Why do I want to cut all this stuff out?" <laughs> and so he 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 re-edited it and put it back, put it back how it was. I'm trying to think of which book I have because the person that reads said book, I like the way he narrates. He was in. The first scary movie. It's a lot of people in the first. Is it a Wayans brother? No. He was like the host of the house. Hmm. Maybe it was the second one. It was the second one. Okay. Um, Chris Elliott? No. The guy with the gimpy arm? No. Probably can't say gimpy arm. The dude he worked for. Okay. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen either of those movies. I don't remember. I don't really remember a whole lot of them. I want to say his name's Sean something. Okay. But what do I know? <laughs> What's your favorite book series? Uh, I don't really have a favorite book series. Because I don't read a whole lot of series. Well, maybe you should. I have a favorite I have favorite books, but I don't have any favorite book series. Okay, favorite books then. Um... My favorite book is probably Tim probably, Curry. Sorry. What? Tim Curry. Tim Curry? He's yes. not a book. I didn't say he was a book. I'm just saying he's the person that oh, narrates. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Tim, okay. I know who Tim Curry is. He was... Uh, it. Yeah. Wow. Yes, he was It. He was also uh, the guy from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. You ever seen that one? No. You would hate it. Don't watch it. I guarantee <laughs> you, you would hate it. <laughs> you would hate it more than Clockwork Orange. Guaranteed. No, guaranteed. <laughs> um, Rosemary's Baby. That's my favorite book. Favorite book of all time. I've read it like five times. Of all time. Huh? Of all time. I love Rosemary's Baby. Hmm. If I had to pick a book of all time, it would be book seven of the series of Unfortunate Events. Now, let me double check and make sure that's the right one. Because <laughs> I believe that's either the Hostel Hospital okay. or the Ezrat's Elevator. Okay. But it's the Hospital Hospital that I like. Did you ever finish the series? No. Ah, I didn't. It's really good. I'm not a big Neil Patrick Harris. <sighs> but he was so good in it. And he's awesome anyways. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, it's we... the eighth one. Okay. And that's Hostel Hospital? Yes. That was my favorite episode of the series, too. With the, uh, what was their name? The organization. I can't remember, but I just remember that episode was like, that episode was like a legitimate horror movie (laughs) in so many respects. It's like labeled TV Y7 or something. Mm -hmm. It shows up on the kids, the kids YouTube or the kids Netflix account. And I'm always like, like Zoe asked me one time, I was like, can I watch that? I was like, 
you probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> and once you get to the hostile hospital episode, if you manage to make it that far, right. <laughs> I think it might give you nightmares. There is a series that I recently started reading. Uh, it's kind of it's about this detective named Macbeth. Okay, he's a Scottish. I think he's Scottish. Okay, pretty sure he's Scottish. But it's like different. It's like Death of a and then something. So like the one I started reading was like Death of a Policeman. Uh, there's Death of a Witch, Perfect Wife, Prankster, <laughs> Death of a Snob, Traveling Man. Outsider, yes, death of yesterday. Oh, jeez, that's that is a lot of, is a lot of books. Yeah, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-one books. Jeez, and I'm just barely on. I'm not even to the end because each one's like three hundred pages. Oh, good lord! So that just boggles my mind. Like, it takes, like, it took me, like, I think three, maybe four years to write, like, a 400-page novel. Mm -hmm. And then you got these people, and, like, I've got two novels. (laughs) (laughs) And that's over the span of, like, six or seven years. Right. And then you got, like, people who have, like, huge back catalogs. I've got 27 books. They're each 300 pages. (laughs) Stephen King, he's got, I mean, It is a huge book, and The Stand is a huge book. Mm -hmm. Those two books alone, I feel, for me, would be like a lifetime of writing. (laughs) (laughs) If if I had the ability to just sit down and write and didn't have to worry about actually, like, working. Like, if I I was an established writer like that... Mm -hmm. I think I could probably knock out books pretty quickly. Yeah. Plus, if I had, like, an editor to to help me along. Me. Do you know, are you uh, are you good at grammar? No. <laughs> well, well, then you're not my editor. <laughs> <laughs> you have to at least be better than the grammar check. We on... can't do a book about <laughs> the hardships of Compton? No, because I don't know anything about the hardships of Compton. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I did once publish... I self-published uh, when I was in high school. I used to write like a lot of a lot of very bad and generic teen angsty poetry, <laughs> like very bad, like Twilight bad. Uh worse probably. Oh. it was so terrible. It was like so terrible and so cheesy. And I, I, and I, I would collect them. I would collect all these poems in these black like five star oh. notebooks. And Death Note, <laughs> and and I took one of those notebooks and I transcribed it into a word document and then published it on Amazon, mm-hmm. and it's still out there. But and nobody's ever. I, I think maybe my mom might have bought a copy of it just because she's my mom. But I don't like. I don't tell people. <laughs> About it, I don't actually want to sell it. I've also made it ridiculously priced. It's like I think it's like fifteen dollars or sixteen dollars for a hard for a paperback, and it's like thirteen or fourteen for. That's like the, the price of a regular book. <laughs> but like the series of unfortunate events, those are all like seventeen dollars a piece. I know, but those are like high quality people. <laughs> <laughs> people will pay. Money for yes, high quality I would. things, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like it's just it just makes me laugh. Just big book of teen angsty poetry out there. Like, I suppose like somebody could come, like some some schluppy high school kid could come along, discover that book, buy it, and then like just pass it off as his like his own crappy poetry. <laughs> I'm I'm totally fine with people plagiarizing it. <laughs> like like you got a you got a, a, a English assignment that requires a poem. You have some some uh, art project that you want to stick a crappy poem to. Mm-hmm. By all means, copy and paste. <laughs> Nobody knows who I am, so this is all free to you. 
Well, after the initial like thirteen ninety nine. I feel like we've been talking for a very long time. We have. It's because it's a good episode. It's a good episode. We had that weird moment where like I just stopped talking. <laughs> we stared in, into each other's eyes. <laughs> Mac has very soulful eyes. Oh, don't say They're, that. He's like a big brown marshmallow with doughy soulful eyes. That's weird. <laughs> they just pull you right in. We're cousins, by the way. <laughs> Somebody asked me, there's this elderly lady that uh, scoops the trays in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Like, She just like volunteers every day to scoop trays in the cafeteria for a couple hours during lunchtime. And she's this, like, she's the absolute nicest lady I've ever met. And today she goes, you once told me you go to the library over your lunch breaks in the morning, right? And I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and she goes, oh, that's what I thought because I was talking to somebody else and they asked me, you know, they asked me what happens if someone gets sick, and and I told them that the custodian has to clean up, has to clean that up. But if he's not here, you know, because he's gone for two hours and he goes to the library, you know, I don't know what they do then. And she goes, "What do you do with the library for all that time? You like you go read or or do something?" And <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, it's just kind of like whatever, whatever creative project I feel like working on." Mm. Oh, there's our timer. And I did not want to explain to her what a podcast was, <laughs> but I really considered being like, well, also, I produce, I, I, <laughs> I record and produce an internet show with a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes at the library, I edit that audio. But then I was like, there's not enough time <laughs> in this lunch break for me to explain... Right. But then it was then like it was like it made me think because I would have used the word friend <laughs> <laughs> as I usually do, and then I'd be like, if Mac was here, he'd be talking her ears off, and he'd make sure she knew that we were cousins. <laughs> yes, we. Uh, all right, that wraps it up. The time, the timer is. Stopped. You can stop with your topics list. We've got a lot of a lot of crazy topics. I don't even remember all of them because I got a terrible memory. There was uh, something about snipers. <laughs> uh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah, Henry Lucas. Um, uh, oh, American Gods. Ian McShane. Series of unfortunate events. See, yeah. Yep. All we even got into books. Books. So. So, I just gave you all, we just gave you all, like, ten topics. Just pick one. <laughs> one. And just send it in. Just send it in to us. You can get yourself a free sticker and some some index cards for a movie show that you've never listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're no time for movies, we love you, and I would be happy to send you a sticker. We don't have any two guys in a movie stickers. We didn't start any kind of merchandise until until the awful day thing. That's true. And the stickers are still through T Public. I'm really not a big fan of T Public. <laughs> Teespring is where it's at, baby. Teespring. And you know what? I don't think I've made any shirts on Teespring. So all our merchandise is still on T Public. You can you can throw us a couple bucks and buy a fifteen or sixteen dollar shirt. <laughs> uh, anyways That'll do it for this episode. If you want to get in touch with us, and you know you do because we are two cool cats, you can do that. You can send those topics lists to offalldayatoutlook.com. Make sure you write topics list in the subject line so that way I know it's not spam. I don't throw it away or delete it or do anything like that. You can win yourself a prize. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. I think Instagram is at Off All Day Podcast. And I think Twitter is yes. just at Off All Day. Mm, I think you might have it the other way around. It might you might have to mix and match. I can never ever yeah, remember. Tw- uh Instagram is Off All Day Podcast. Is that what I said? No. You I said, think that's what I said. You said Twitter's I'm Off All Day. Pretty podcast. sure I said no. Instagram. 
Go back to that one too. <laughs> <laughs> there was something else we were going to go back to. I don't remember what it was, but that's that's okay. You let us know what it was that we were going to go back to what in your it? topics list. <laughs> Anyways, also we have a pretty boss website. It's offalldaypodcast.com. You can get all the social media stuff there as well, as long as well as links to merchandise that we don't actually sell. And it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. And uh, some episode lists <laughs> and uh, sample topics list as well. So we'll catch you. We'll catch you next week with another episode of Off All Day. <laughs>